game for the game, not the fame of heart. It's a game that you love right from the very start. Still passion and blood when you hear the call. You gotta be game to play this game and give your all. It's the AFL Supercoach Night of Nights, the Talking Supercoach Brownlow Medal for the best on and worst on season 2022, as voted by your hosts, Streety and Oz. In what continues to be the biggest event on the Talking Supercoach calendar, this evening shapes up to be a cracking count, with no clear favourite for either the Jack Steele Medal, awarded to the best on, or the Stephen Coniglio Medal, awarded to the worst. Some massive names are potential winners for both awards. Favourites for best on include Supercoach Royalty Lockie Neal, Carlton Comeback Hero Sam Doherty, the highest averaging player in the comp Rory Laird, rookie gun Will Brody, and should have been AFL Brownlow medalist Clayton Oliver. Worst on names include the D skipper Max Gorn, 26-game ruckman Braden Proust, the hosts of this very show, and the actual Brownlow medalist Paddy Cripps. The listeners will be happy. Streety is back as host, and the boys are excited to see who will join Jack and inaugural winner Petrarca for best on, and Cogs and Dusty for worst. Welcome back to Talking Supercoach with Streety and Oz, and I am marvelling at the incredible introduction that you have just heard if that doesn't get you excited for what is undoubtedly football's biggest night of the season i don't know what will streety that was absolutely sensational you're doled up looking very very sharp with your suit shirt on your suit shirt even uh mate how exciting it's a strong start. It is a strong start. It took me most of the day. I wasn't overly productive <laughs> at work today. And I'm not sure I quite nailed the, you know, talking over the music bit and download a few video. Anyway, doesn't matter. I thought it was all right. Uh, I'm, I am, I am excited. Um, master of ceremonies again, uh, as, uh, as intro, uh, as mentioned in the, the intro video and mate, it's the, it's the night of nights after the AFL night of nights. So yeah, we've mixed it up a bit this year. Uh, we're both dressed up, both excited and mate, it's a, it's a wide open count for both awards, which I obviously know what happens, but for you and all the listeners, I'm sure everyone is very excited to see who wins. I cannot wait, mate. I thoroughly enjoyed hosting last year and obviously incredible amounts of positive feedback flew through, but I really do enjoy the idea of sitting here, a couple of quiet ales on my desk and just going to sip away and listen and enjoy the show. And honestly, after the debacle that was uh, uh, Sunday night's Brownlow medal outcome, wowee, if this doesn't show that this award is more important than the real Brownlow, I don't know what does, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's probably safer to bet on. Than the real mm, brand low, would have thought. that's for sure. That yep. that's something. But uh, mate, it'll it'll be interesting. As touched on in once again in that opening opening monologue, uh, Paddy Cripps could be a winner of the AFL Brownlow and the winner of the Stephen Kinkley Award. Wow. He could be. Wow, it could be massive. I don't think we'd ever see. We haven't seen anything yet in the two years we've been doing this. Three years <laughs> we've been doing it, and I'm not sure we ever would again because that that would be really big. Yep, that would be mind-boggling to say the least. Well, at this point, I'm going to really pass across to you, Streety, to uh, to run the show. I'll kick back and enjoy. Um, yeah, over to you, Master of Ceremonies. Well, I think what we'll do this year, as I think we have, we followed a similar format the last couple of years, is every five rounds uh, we'll, we'll give a bit of a bit of an update 
but before we do, mate, do you have any thoughts on on who might win the awards? Uh, kind of named some of the players that you know are potentially fighting for the uh, Sneeven Coniglio and Jack Steele medals in both categories. But yeah, who, who do you reckon if you had to put some money down? If I had to, right now? if I had to lay some money down, I'd be more confident in the worst on. Uh, than the best on. I might I might start there, the Stephen Canelio Award. I, I think a um, a Quinella, a box Quinella of wow. uh, Braden Proust into Patrick Cripps would be my guess. If I, if I had to find value, I'm not sure what the odds on that would be, but that would be what I'd get go for. I think a Ruffy could be yourself. Um, I don't know that you had enough weeks, uh, disastrous weeks, and I had a pretty average year as well, and so didn't feel like throwing votes around as much as historically. But perhaps you were a roughie for a top three or a top four. But I, I would go Proust into Proust into Crips for us to guess. And for the best on, it is a wide open field. I honestly, I was thinking about this earlier today, and. Could not tell you. I would have said Rory Laird. However, he he really didn't make his way into your team. Um, And so consequently, at all, all, exactly. So consequently (laughs) makes it tough. Um, I do like the Will Brody as a bit of a, a bit of a wild, um, wild stab in the dark, but uh, I'm, I'm really very open to who could win this. There's value everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and it, it is nice. I know we've waited a few weeks uh, to do this. Uh, it should be known that I didn't note down the votes during the season. So lesson learned. <laughs> I've uh, set myself an alarm for 2023, March, to do that when we do the first pod because uh, it took a while to listen, listen back to all 23 podcasts and, vote, and fast forward to the bits yep. and try and guess where the votes are. But anyway, the work's been done. The body of work's been done now. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, I've got all the votes here and uh, we're ready and raring to go, mate. Uh, all right, so what, what I have done is uh, similar to the intro video. I don't have music this time, but I've got a bit of a bit of a summary of the five round five round blocks which I'll which I'll read through and then and then we'll go through the votes. So mate, this is a round five update. The first five rounds kicked off with a fast start from some of the competition's giants and early season bolters. Best on votes saw Lockie Neal, Jack McRae, Heaney, Brody, Sicily, and Hewitt all feature, and worst on some of the underachievers and frustrating picks in Jack Crisp, Whitfield, Grundy, Lloyd, and Butters. Stridi and Oz featured heavily, a potential sign of things to come. <laughs> we can't forget talking Supercoach Royalty in Paddy Cripps, Stephen Coniglio, and Jack Steele, who all popped up for a vote or two, sometimes in both categories. Mate, wow. That's the first five rounds. And if you remember correctly, it was dominated by, yeah, the Lockie Neals and the Jack McRae's and stuff of the world who had strong starts. And Heaney, mm-hmm. who I know you traded into your team. Yep. Brody obviously started well. Cicely and Hewitt, who you started, I didn't, um, both started really well as well. And, uh, yeah, the serial pests in, you know, Lockie Whitfield, Paddy Cripps, et cetera, didn't. So the top five, mate, uh, number five. So we'll go reverse order, uh, best on first and then worst on. Uh, fifth place after the first five rounds. Uh, well, sorry, equal fourth place over after the first five rounds with four votes was Isaac Heaney and uh, my fine self, Streety. Wow. Picked up, picked up an early four votes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say stiff. Uh, Do we remember you know, what four you know, your votes? Was. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, you gave me you gave me three votes. I think because I didn't reply to a text or something really petty like that. You that sounds like the sort of thing I would do. Yeah. I sort yeah. of complain that I never like actually engaged in conversation about your team, um, <laughs> even though you sort of dangled it out there. So, yeah, copped uh, copped the three votes for that and uh, got a, another two votes um, for yeah, probably something similar. I would say. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Sounds sounds legit. And, uh, yeah, Isaac Heaney obviously started pretty well, uh, so he picked up a couple of votes. Uh, in third place uh, is uh, George Hewitt, seven votes. So, obviously, started really well for you. I traded him in after the first price changes. So, yeah, actually, I think he polled a couple of rounds for me as well. So, picked up a bunch of ones and twos for for seven votes. Uh, in second place with nine votes, Lockie Neal. Wow. Uh, who picked up uh, six votes when he got that big 196 early on in the season and then another couple of votes. And then, mate, the the leader after the first five rounds, as I would hazard to guess he might have been the leader after the first five rounds, potentially all seasons to date, Jack McRae. Wow. Uh, who had yet another fast start and uh, was on 10 votes. Yeah, that's, uh, he, he has done that year on year, doesn't he? He comes out hard. You're always a bit nervous about picking him because he's so expensive and then he always delivers in those first few weeks. Wow. So McRae from Neil, early days. Yeah, McRae from Neil, two of the absolute, probably the, well, actually Lockie wasn't that expensive this year, was he? No, um, no. But, but- uh, yeah, two, two of the locks for you in midfield. So, yeah, if you didn't have them early, looks like you were hurting. Mm-hmm. Uh, worst on, mate, in fifth place. I love this one. Uh, it's the rating Brownlow medalist, AFL Brownlow medalist, Paddy Cripps. Mm-hmm. Started uh, started strong with a few worst on votes. I, I gave him a three in, in round two. I didn't have him at the point. I think it was just because he was teasing. Yep. Uh, and I was kind of, you know, uh, had, had that dilemma. Uh, and then he, he picked up a two, I believe, when obviously, you know, he uh, got injured in that- the second, second game for my team. I didn't realize you gave him three votes before he even got in your team, and he got in your yeah. team on two separate occasions and left. Yep. But wow, I, I might need to change my bet. Uh, understanding that, that's wowy. Okay, yep, Paddy Cripps, strong start. Paddy Cripps uh, in fourth place with six votes. Brody Grundy, so yeah. uh, just a couple of ones and twos. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, just a underwhelming, a pretty pretty average start to the year. Yep. Yep. I know I also uh, I also drafted him really high, so I think that was part of my my votes. But yeah, Grundy, there you go. I, I actually apologize before that's my first minor mistake of the evening. Uh just like you know, Gil McGoughlin was saying Petrarca wrong. Uh yeah. that was I'm, uh I was talking about Streety for best on before. Oh. Uh, uh four votes for, for best on. Because <laughs> I was doing the best you confused me when you <laughs> sounded very surprised. So I gave myself three votes for best on in round three. Uh four. <laughs> It was for sucking up my pride and picking up Paddy Cripps. So I was the bigger man (laughs) in this podcast. So I gave myself three votes uh, and then, yeah, picked up up another vote uh, from, um, once again, myself. Um, (laughs) So you gave yourself four votes for picking up Paddy Cripps. That that really, that aged very well this season. Mm, mm, Yeah, it did. Uh, But uh, unfortunately, also featured on the worst on. So, yeah, I was third place, worst on. Uh, yep. With six votes, so yeah, picked up picked up six uh, from gotcha. you two weeks in a row, mate. Uh, round uh, round three, round four, you gave mm. me the six, the three votes. So Makes sense, yep, yeah, started started strong in the the street hate campaign, and uh, mate, the leader, surprise leader after five rounds, Lockie Whitfield, 
Seven mm. votes. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he was pretty terrible, and you was, we were pretty stubborn to give him votes for the first couple of weeks. Um, so yeah, no, not overly surprising. Although I wouldn't have wouldn't have had him in front. So Whitfield from Street currently in the uh, Stephen Keneally Award. Yes, yeah, it's, it's surprising about Lockie in that, like, I feel like um, we, we talk about him a lot, but he, uh, I always thought he escaped our wrath. Mm. But yeah, so to see him lead after the first five rounds was was quite surprising. Hmm. Ones, twos, threes. What what was he? Uh, what did Lockie pick up? He, you gave him a three in round two and then, yeah, a couple of ones. So okay. I gave him a one. You gave him a one. I gave him a two. So, yeah, that, that's right. pretty much just, just consistently picked up the votes. There you go. All right, mate. The next five rounds. So what do we got here? The next five rounds started with the talking super coach first with neither Strini or Oz giving any best on votes. Must have been a good week for both of us. Will Brody started to make a move. Uh with his strong start to the season and Lockie and Jack continued to poll. Surprisingly, Cogs, again, featured in the best on. So a couple of votes in the best on for Cogs early in the season. Worst on was dominated by the D skipper, Max Gorn, collecting a three in a whopping four games in a row. Like <laughs> <laughs> me, four rounds in a row, Max collected the three, which once again, I would say without listing back, is a super cocky, super coach record. 100%. The wow. recently crowned Brownlow medalist also featured a few times, uh, which had punters wondering whether he could be the first ever AFL Brownlow Stephen Coniglio award winner. So, <laughs> so mate. <laughs> Four in a row. I didn't realise that. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after our 10, best on first. Uh, in fifth place, it's a two-way tie. Stephen Coniglio, can't believe he's in this category, alongside another player, which I still can't believe is in the category, Paddy Cripps. So you got Cogs and Cripps, fifth for best on. I don't think that's going to last, but early on in the year, they were both okay. So they are, they're making it at that point. In third place, we've got uh, Jack McRae, who's dropped. I only picked up two votes in the next five rounds and uh, probably got bevoed. And then George Hewitt, uh, who also stayed on seven, so didn't actually poll any votes in the next five rounds because I think he missed a few games through injury. He did. In, yep. in that time. Yep, yep, that would make sense. Uh in second place, we've got a bit of a bolter, early bolter. Uh, Will Brody, up to 12 mm. votes. Wow. So a really strong uh, rounds, five to 10. Uh, but Lockie Neal is in first place with 15 votes. 15. So picked up another six over those next five rounds. He got uh, picked up another six from us, uh, three votes best on in round seven. So... Must have another really dominant game. And Will Brody just consistently polled twos um, and he got the full six votes in round 10, which helped. So, yeah, pretty interesting in the best on front with Lockie, a, a clear leader early on in the season, and but Will Brody already uh, making some serious ground. Any uh, Any thoughts on that, mate? Well, fifteen votes from memory would have got you third place last year in the in the <laughs> yep. count. So mm. that shows how well Lockie Neal got going. And I mean, it was to be sort of predicted. He obviously was incredibly underpriced for what he could pr- uh, produce. He was in both of our teams and and started like a house on fire. But fifteen votes is outrageously good. Um, and I dare say, Canelio and Cripps best on votes were all of Canelio's from me and all of Cripps's from you. That um, I can only imagine that's how it would have unfolded. No, well, I actually gave Cog one vote for best on. In Did round you? 10, oh, which wow. blows my mind. Uh, and then, obviously, 
the rest are all <laughs> from you. Yeah. Uh, and Paddy Cripps, I gave him three votes in round eight. So okay. I think at that point I'd trade him back in. Maybe second After time. trading him out. Yep. <laughs> yep. And uh he scored okay. So yeah, he picked up he picked up three votes there to go along with his uh I think I, the first round I had him. He got I tell you what, Will Brody being on twelve already looms very, very dangerously to me. Cause no, I I think we You traded I, him out though. You traded him I out. I did. I did. I've only yep. got him for about another three weeks of the season. Um so we'll see. I, I would. I think I gave him some parting votes on the way out. Um, yeah, he's, he's he's certainly got more votes in him. So he's a chance. Yep, absolutely. Uh, mate, worst on in fifth place, Paddy Cripps uh, on eight votes. So yep. he, he's still in both categories, which is, which is quite impressive. It pretty much sums up Paddy Cripps, doesn't it? So it really does. Um, yeah, yep, that's uh, that's quite fitting. In equal third place, uh, myself. I'm still there, but mate. You've uh you hit the leaderboard. Oh no! Uh, Don't tell nine me. votes for for yourself and me, uh, wow. and you picked up votes a couple of times. Uh, you jinxed Tim English and picked up three votes <laughs> that week. Which yep yep I still vividly remember that was uh, the definition of a jinx. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, I gave you three votes another week as well. I can't actually remember why, but I'm sure it was well deserved. <laughs> Um, why was there a week we didn't give best on votes, Strini? Uh, so I had a really good gag in that I said uh, that my team was deplorable and no one deserved a vote. Mm. And then standard you, classic you, copied my gag <laughs> and content and said, you know what, I'll do the same. <laughs> no votes. So that was round six, mate. I don't know what happened in round six, but uh, we gave worst on votes, but no best on votes. Is that right? Really? Yeah. Man, that that feels very strange to me. That's uh, yeah, that's bizarre. Well, I remember my gag, right? Uh, really sharp stuff. Obviously, it was sharp. So, yeah. um, yeah, the fact you copied it, it was surprising at the time. Obviously, still surprising. <laughs> yeah, well, my suspicion was there was a week in the season where you were unable to attend. No, I'll tell uh, you that, mate. <laughs> and we, that's, we, that's, that's coming up. That's okay, coming up oh, sorry. <laughs> I've jumped the gun on that one. Yeah, all good. Yeah, you all definitely good. have jumped the gun. There might be another week where votes aren't awarded. <laughs> okay. We don't know. It's, it's not. Uh, all right, it's, keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah don't, stop ruining the integrity of the award. Of course, of uh, course. All right, mate. Round 15 update. Rounds 10 to 15 saw the arrival of Sam Doherty, Carlton champion, who's one of the favourites to win this evening. Clayton Oliver also hit a rich vein of form, collected votes from both Strudy and Oz on a number of occasions. Controversially, Stephen Clegg received three votes from Oz for 174 in rounds 13, but didn't manage to make Strudy's votes. (laughs) (laughs) I must have had some good players that week. Yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> In the worst on, the host of the show continued to poll votes for various reasons, including dishing out average advice on a number of occasions. Sean Darcy featured in the votes for mm-hmm. both as the mm-hmm. Freo Ruckman continued to disappoint. And a couple of the season trolls in Max and Whitfield also continued to poll for their respective, up until their respective injuries. Mm-hmm. So, mate, the round 15 update. In fifth place, for the best on, uh, another player that was traded into one of our teams during this period, Rory Led, eight mm-hmm. votes, so mm-hmm. fast start, fast start. In fourth place, talk about a fast start, Sam Doherty, 12 votes. <laughs> 12, 12 <laughs> votes. <laughs> 12 votes. 
Jeez, yep. Yeah, yeah, that's that's strong. He got uh he pulled best on for me two weeks in a row, uh, which helps. And you gave him a, a, a two, and cool. uh, I think I gave him another two as well. So once again, you, you if you you pull like that over a short period of time, you, you quickly skyrocket up this week. Sure do. Yep. Uh, in second place, we got uh, Will Brody on sixteen votes. Mm-hmm. So he's picked up another four over that wow. five round stretch. Yep. And he's only one behind our leader at the 15-round mark, and that is Al Neal on 17 votes. So just wow. the two votes for Lockie from rounds 10 to 15, but he's holding on to the lead. There you go. That is a clear two out in front. What did you say Led was on eight? Yeah. And he's in fifth. Didn't you say McRae yeah. was on 10 after round five or something? Isn't McRae... Uh, oh, I didn't. Sorry, McRae is third place with 15 oh, votes. With 15 as well. Down. All right, cool. Yeah. So there's McRae yeah. on 15. There's- yeah, so we've got Lockie, Lockie on 17, Brody mm-hmm. on 16, McRae on 15, Yep. Uh, Doc on 12, and Laird on 8. There you go. Well, four clear front runners then. I know Doherty is not done polling, so I'll include him in that uh, yep. in that group. Uh, I would suspect the winner comes from there, right? It surely no one it's, comes from the clouds. It's a strong group of players. It it's is a strong group of players. Mate, there's one other player that comes from the clouds mm. uh, as a teaser of what's to come. Very exciting. Uh, all right, worst on in fifth place, we've got a tie. It's mm-hmm. Pete Cripps alongside alongside uh, new leaderboard placer Sean Darcy mm-hmm. on eight votes. <laughs> So Darcy came into both of our sides and was pretty poor. So he picked up a few votes. In fourth place, Oz on nine. You didn't wow. actually collect. I'm ahead of Cripps. I am in front of Cripps still. Stretch. After 15 rounds, you've traded him in and out twice, and I'm still there. Okay. I don't think he's out at that point. I don't think oh, he's right. out. That was late okay. in the season. Gotcha. That was late in the season. Mate, that's, a, that's already getting a lot of controversy. So mm-hmm. I can't wait till it adds uh, controversy to our, our ward. Mm-hmm. Uh, in third place, mate, Al Whitfield, 11 votes. Once again, yep. didn't pull this five-game stretch because I'm pretty sure he was out of our teams by then yep. when he was injured. Came back into mine at some point, so <laughs> might feature again, but uh, didn't during that period. Uh, in second place, Streety on 12 votes. Wow. So picked up picked up another three. Uh, picked up another three. You gave me three votes in round 12. I'm not entirely sure why. I can't remember mm-hmm. why. I'm sure it was unjustified. But uh, picked up three and in second place. And, mate, in first place, <laughs> the D-skipper, Max Gorn. Oh, wow. Wow, yeah, He's picked wow, up another wow. six votes. He's on 22. <laughs> 22 votes. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you mean to tell me he is genuinely 10 votes clear after 15 rounds, Streety? He is. He is. And, and, but... But for anyone who's thinking of tuning out of the podcast right now, it's not over, mate. It is right. not over. Right. Yeah. There's a couple of names that make a late charge. Mm-hmm. So, yes, Max is on 22 after round 15, which is quite extraordinary. Wow. I gave him maximum uh, six times. and But he did he did ruin my season. And you know he what? Did. You he know did. what? I'm a big fan of Max, but he's done this before mm. to both of our teams mm-hmm. multiple yes. times. Yep. So, yeah, for someone, I did pay a ridiculous amount of money and then his uh, worst three-round average in seven years. So I think it's only fair. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't remember doing it during the season either. But, you know, thinking back now and looking at the votes, I'm fine with it. 
Yep. No, fair enough. I, I'd certainly, if you had have asked me how many times did you give Max Gorn three votes, I might have said like three, maybe, mm-hmm. but six in the first 15 rounds, that's getting up near the 50% mark or at least a 40% mark of three votes going to Max Gorn from you. That's, uh, wow, not a good year from the big fella. Justified, justified. <laughs> All right, mate, we're down to the final seven rounds. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to give it a little bit of an update. Well, I'll give an update at (laughs) controversially at the end of round 21. Wow. Uh, There's a bit of an asterisk on round 22, which I'm sure we'll we'll unpack (laughs) shortly. Uh, And then we'll give the round 23 update. But uh, let me give you, let me my, my, I'll set the scene on the last seven rounds. Please do. With both awards well and truly up for grabs, the final seven rounds were always going to be super important. Unfortunately, we did have a round where no votes were awarded, though. I'm not sure what happened. (laughs) Sam Doherty continued to rack up votes, as did the Bulldog Skipper, who made a very late charge for Brownlow. Jack Steele was back in both teams and therefore packing the votes. Mm -hmm. Zach Merritt polled in four of the last six games. But unfortunately for Zach, he was only in one of our teams. Injuries in the 2022 season overall copped some votes in the worst on award as it continued to be a challenging one for our hosts. Regular names continued to appear. However, the D skipper did not pick up another vote, making the final tally very interesting. Wow. wow. So we know he's on 22. There you go, Max Gordon. He's on 22. All right, mate. The round 21 update, round 22 asterisk, just so you know. So after 21, we'll go all the way to 23. Got ya. In fifth place for the best on. Jack McRae on 15 votes mm-hmm. doesn't poll again. Uh, so Jack only got three votes after round 10, and the Swedish average completely dropped off, so it's fair enough. In fourth place, a late charger I uh, floated t- about earlier, Marcus Bontempelli mm. on 15 votes uh, as he became a forward and absolutely dominated for you know a month or two there, picked up some votes, so he's on 15 votes. Uh, in, in third place, Will Brody, 16 votes. Oh, no more votes. votes. Wow. Didn't pick up any votes. Wow. It's quite, quite surprising. In second place, Lockie Neal, who also didn't pick up any votes over that six-game stretch. Wow. So in first place, mate, we've got a new leader coming into the last round. S. Doherty, <laughs> 18 votes. <gasps> My goodness. If Sam Doherty holds on, that would just be magnificent scenes. So, wait, hang on. There's three votes between the top five, is it? Yeah, it's tight. That's exciting. very, very tight. And uh, so Doherty picked up maximum from both of us in round 17, six votes. And uh, we didn't actually feature outside of that. Uh, So it it wasn't due to us just giving Doc votes every Mm -hmm. week. He has a really strong start. And then he, he did have that sort of month or month or so where it wasn't in great form, and then he got moved into the guts and dominated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, mate, it's a very very tight game. Well, actually, from fifth to first, there's three votes in it. That's so crazy. Anyone can win these things. Anyone can win. All right, mate. Worst on fifth place, Sean Darcy, thirteen votes. So he's picked up another five during that period. In fourth place, Lockie Whitfield, fourteen votes. So he's picked up another three during that stretch of games. In third place, Braden Pruce. First time Braden Pruce has been mentioned this podcast. And he's moving. It's a bit surprising. I thought he might have been mentioned once or twice before. So 
yeah, it didn't get as many votes as what I probably anticipated mm. when I was you know, going back a- and writing all this down. So Braden Proust on 15 votes. Wow, is that it? Mm. In second place, Streety on 18 <laughs> votes. 18 votes. <laughs> 18 votes. <laughs> Which yep. I call genuine bullshit. <laughs> he, so I, looking back, I picked up votes uh, from me, good, and from you. Well, uh, suggest my votes, votes were right. Yep, all six votes. Well, you know why? 16. You know why though, don't you? Wow, not sure. Well, you you, you, you couldn't find time for the podcast. That's why <laughs> we missed a week, and it was uh, because you were off mm. enjoying yourself, trying to work and holiday at the same time. Interesting, interesting. Your timeline might be wrong there, mate. All right. I don't want to spoil the rest of the podcast. Oh, no. (laughs) All right, mate, the final round. The final round. So uh, recap, five votes uh, within the best on, one to fifth place, and Mm -hmm. the worst on, there's a a little bit of a gap, but it's, it's chaseable. It is chaseable. All right, mate. The Wait, final who, round. Who is who's winning the worst on? You said that who's second? You. Who's, oh, sorry, Max. Who, Max Gorn. Max, Max Gorn's Gorn. still in front, and you're up to eight, votes. eighteen votes. 18. Did you say? Yeah. Right. Got you. All right. I'm actually going to read out the votes for the final round. Mm-hmm. So for best on, uh, I'll do my votes first. Yep. One vote, Zach Barrett. Two votes, S. Doherty. Wow. But three votes. Will Brody. Oh, that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty so good. A scores level at this point? Scores level. My scores goodness. Level. My goodness. And for you, you gave three votes, Riley O'Brien. Well, that's boring. Not really relevant to this. <laughs> yep. Two votes. This is even worse. Jamie Elliott. Trying to be topical. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Try to be topical. <laughs> and one vote you gave to the winner of the 2022 Australian Oz Brownlow Medal, Jack Steele Award, Sam Doherty. He's done it. He has done it. Vote. Sam Doherty has done it. That makes him a two time winner, doesn't it? Is that uh, no, no? No. Didn't he win it the first no. year or did he come close? No, he came Christian close. Tracker won oh, of course he, he came close. Yep. He has been yep. a Track regular oh, podium, well, podium yeah. first year and now he's won it. He's come back, uh, had a year off. Yep. And then, <laughs> and then uh, thankfully, thankfully got better and yep. he's come back and won the thing. Which oh. is, uh, mate, talk about a comeback story. All Australian ignored him. Mm-hmm. Bloody Brownlow ignored him. Mm-hmm. But you and me, mate, we appreciate we Sam Doherty for everything he is. Oh. And, uh, mate, he's taken out the chocolates. He's won the award. Jack Steele, Christian Petrarca, and now Sam Doherty. Amazing. What a win. Vote. So, Will Brody, I don't think we've ever – it's because you and me, we don't tend to go down the votes for the rookies or yep. you know, even mid-prices or anything. So, a pretty remarkable effort from Will Brody as well to just lose the award to Sam uh, so congratulations to Will Brody. And then uh, finishing off the podium was Lockie Neal, who didn't poll in the final round, finished on 17 votes. And then you got the Bulldogs pair, Bonta McRae, on mm-hmm. 15, equal fourth. And that's the top five, mate. Doc, Brody, Neal, Bont McRae. Some pretty good names there. 
That's amazing. Well, like, uh, what a thrilling count. Uh, incredible finish to the season. I mean, uh, Doherty and Brody and Neil, we, we suspected they'd be they'd be up there in the leaderboard. I, I didn't realise it was going to be that close uh, and that those those votes in the last round would be so, so important. Um, the, McRae's a bit of a surprise. I, I, like, he had his worst year in forever. Um, to still be top five shows what a legend he is. And, yeah, in hindsight, we, we probably should have predicted Bont to be a bit higher because of that incredible finish. But but don't want to take anything away from the great man, Sam Doherty. What a couldn't have, if you had have asked me before the season, who would be your perfect player to win this thing? With the exception of my bias towards Jack Steele, Sam Doherty would have been number two. So uh, I'm very 100%. pleased with our outcome, mate. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And he was awesome. Like he was mm, amazing. He was brilliant. In, yeah. You know, the, the entire season, I picked him up pretty early, I think, you know, around you seven or eight. And yep. you got him after just after the buys. Uh, mm-hmm. So finally, after talking about him for about three years. <laughs> so it was, um, but he, he was dominant. He dominated in the back line and then got moved into midfield. And, you know, along, along with Paddy Cripps, credit, credit where credit's due, almost got Carlton into the finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was unbelievable. Congratulations, uh, Doherty. Uh, very well deserved. Worst on time. Worst on, mate. All right. So the votes. One vote. This is me first, so my votes. One vote goes to H Street. Wow. You've given yourself a vote when you fall back from the leader. Yeah, I didn't know that at the time. And uh, <laughs> the reason was I missed the previous week. Oh. Two votes goes to <laughs> Aaron Hall. <laughs> Yep, okay. Yep. Fair enough. Yep. I don't even know what he did, but I'm assuming he didn't play. He yeah, didn't. he did. So he didn't, probably he, the reason. He got omitted, didn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He did too. He got omitted. Aaron Hall wow. got omitted. Yeah, anyway. Yep. Wow. Okay. After calf and then COVID, yep. he got omitted for the final. How good. <laughs> uh, that's, that's kind of fitted because I gave three votes to the 2022 season. It can honestly get, get stuffed. stuffed. I've had some shockers over the journey, but that's up there with with one of the worst. Yep. Uh, all right, mate, your votes. One vote you gave to Bailey Smith. Mm-hmm. Two votes you gave to the Carlton Football Club. Pretty stiff for them. Brownlow medalist and a Coleman medalist and still didn't make finals. That's it. And three votes you gave to what is another first for the Street Oz podcast. H Street. <laughs> he's done which it. means he's done which it. means he's done it. the winner of the Street and Oz Brownlow Medal for Worst on the Stephen Caniglio Award <laughs> is a tie between yes. the D Skipper Max Corn and the co-host of this podcast and your master of ceremonies this evening, <laughs> Streety. I wasn't happy doing this. I was going to play with the vote to make sure it didn't happen, but I stuck with it, mate. And here we are. I, uh, I'm joint winner with 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 the skipper of my beloved D's. So uh, there you go, mate. There you go. You got your wish. Oh, that is twenty two the- votes. Twenty two votes for me seems very stiff. I, I feel like I, I feel like oh, I was better this year. You were I didn't care as much. Yep. I was like, you know, I was punctual. Yep. I contributed. Yep. I did yep. trivia every bloody fortnight. Yep. This is how I get rewarded. 
in, in fairness, in fairness, this year, this year, because you have been better, I think was your downfall though, because you gave yourself some votes. You held yourself to a higher standard than in previous years, and it it sort of bit you on the uh, bit you on the ass. I absolutely love the fact that you not being able to attend a podcast is what fundamentally ruined you, yes. <laughs> and. Yes. and has resulted in you being the worst on Stephen Canelio and your name will forever be next to each other, mate. How does that make you feel? Not great. Not great. Uh, and note to yourself and all the listeners in advance, there is no way H Street is getting a single vote from me next year. <laughs> so I just want to put that out there. I just want to put that out there. If, any, um, if anyone so, is opening a market on it, I would say that uh, putting a vote, uh, yeah, the odds on Oz, extremely low based on this outcome would be advisable. Um, oh, that's true. Uh, you know what? Again, to reiterate how much better this year you have been than past years, not fiddling with the votes. I have no idea who got what votes. You could have easily just fudged that and given Max one more vote. You could have. I know you could have, yeah. uh, and you didn't. And I, all I can say as a, um, you know, spectator of this evening, we appreciate it. Uh, this shows how much you have grown and still not going to reduce how much I enjoy the fact that you, as well as Max Gone, but you were the worst on 2022. Have you got a medal to put around your own neck? How do you, how do you want to do that? We are still doing this digitally, of course. We uh, might have to have it a, an awards night, invite Max and, and Samuel mm. uh, oh. and Sam to it. Or go to, we should go to training, get a photo. Um, get a photo. That's a great but, idea, But uh, I'll wear my tuxedo T-shirt. But, uh, yeah, it, it annoys me because Max caused me so much pain this year uh, and here I am standing next to him mm. um, and being presented presented the award. Uh, but anyway, mate, quickly round out the, the other podium finisher, uh, Braden Proust. So wow. I'm sitting alongside Max Gorn and Braden Bruce. Wow! In in the Brownlow uh, for worst on Lockie Whitfield fourth. Uh, well, sorry, I guess I guess third equal whatever you say it. Fourteen votes and then Sean Darcy rounds out the top five hmm. with thirteen votes. So three rucks made in the top five. I wasn't a ruck. Whitfield's not a ruck. So three out of the five ruckmen. Um, quite interesting. Interesting. Yeah, a few surprises for me there. Sean Darcy getting that many votes. I remember him not being great, but um, that does surprise me a bit. And uh, Paddy Cripps, nowhere to be seen. Um, when it came to the worst on, must have just got a lot of ones and twos. And I guess he wasn't really in my team, so I, I didn't give him any votes. Yeah, Paddy, Cri- Paddy Cripps came sixth with 12 right. votes. Okay. So okay. not far off a top five finish. And uh, no one else is double figures. So you, you didn't poll. I don't think this back after the season. You yep. see, you finished on nine. Mm-hmm. Jaden Short. Nine votes. Mm. He got a lot of ones in the run home. Uh, Zach Butters, the captaincy copter, uh, Grundy, and Supercoach Gods sort mm-hmm. of round out your your rough top ten for, how, for um, worst on mate. How far back was Braden Proust in the end? How many votes? Yeah, seven. Okay, so he was a long way back from uh, from getting involved in the the battle for yep. the win. Streety and, and Gorney were miles in front. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, for the best on, Clayton Oliver and Laird were only one vote apiece off podium or top okay. five. Yep. So they finished on 14. Two Camilla, 13. Mm. So he got quite a few votes actually in, in the run home from, from both of us and finished on 13. And then George Hewitt on nine, Hewitt, Sicily, Merritt on eight. And that's roughly your top 10 for the best on as well, mate. 
Fantastic work, uh, my friend. A well-handled uh, evening. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And honestly, selfishly, from my perspective, could not have had a better outcome for both awards. Give me Sam Doherty for uh, the Jack Steele Best on Ground Award and give me Harry Street for the Stephen Cornelio Worst on Ground Award and I'll be a happy camper. So uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, I feel, you know, before doing this, if I had you know, been asked the question who I thought was going to win, I reckon I would have put, you know, Sam Doherty up against probably Clayton Oliver. I'm surprised he polled as low as he did. Yep. Uh, you know, similar to the actual Brownlow where, mm-hmm. you know, he did in that as well. And then, yeah, probably Will Brody in there too might have been my, my top three for that. And then worst on, I wouldn't have put myself there. I mm. honestly wouldn't have. So I know Max was going to feature, uh, but yeah, I thought Braden Pruce. And Paddy Cripps would probably get a feature a little bit more strongly than what they did due to the fact that they caused a lot of pain. And Aaron Hall was pretty lucky as well. Mm. I believe when I gave him two votes in in that final round, they were the only votes that he collected. I think we gave uh, each other votes yep. the round that he got injured for giving average advice. So yeah, fair enough. Aaron Hall was pretty lucky. Took it out on each other. I think um, there's a there's a lesson there. If you want to be a winner of either the Jack Steele or Stephen Cornelio Awards for best or worst on, get in both of our teams. You, you just have to be. If you're not, there's just not enough votes really to go around. I mean, Max Gorn um, obviously made his way out of my team at one point, but he was in there. And for you to give him six best on grounds is incredibly exceptional for a for an award. And even then, he only ended up tying. So you really do have to be in both teams to to have a chance here. And, and we'll keep that in mind, I think, for future seasons as we uh, make our predictions. Um, awesome job, mate. Well done. Do you want the do you want the responsibility every year? How do you want to do this? I'm happy to swap it back and forward, but you seem to really enjoy this stuff. I, I did. I did enjoy it, but mate, it was a it was tough. Mm. It was tough. It was, a, it was a hard slog. So you can go again next year. We'll, we will rotate. We will rotate. You've, uh, you've, tough, tough act to follow. Tough act to follow. What but, I will say uh, is the the minute long sort of intro recorded stuff. That's that's a plus stuff, mate. Like it, it's it, the it's overall the overall evening very strong. Like I'll give it an A. You, you, there's obviously areas we can improve. Very very good. But that intro 100%. has taken it to a whole another level, uh, and I'm sure the listeners will appreciate that as I did. Yeah. Well, the best part of the Brownlow is the montages they do. So you know, I just thought I'd bring that to bring that to the podcast. So I'm glad you enjoyed it, mate. Hopefully the listeners get a notification that this podcast comes out because I doubt yeah, anyone's checking in <laughs> podcast a month after the season happens. Uh, but, uh, yeah, for all those who do find it and listen or, mate, they might be listening in Feb next mm. year when they mm. come on to start season 2023 yep. and realise that there was a Brownlow episode they missed. <laughs> so if, you're, uh, if you've just finished 2022, thanks heaps for listening to the podcast. Uh, we've had a lot of fun this year, despite the fact that both our teams are really bad. We really enjoyed, I guess, the community engagement this year for the first time with the talking supercoach at gmail.com email address. The trivia was a bit of fun. And yeah, we're going to look at ways to do a lot more of that next year, get the community involved uh, and just have a bit of fun. And for those who are starting out the journey for 2023, if you are listening in the future, uh, I hope you enjoyed that. And best of luck for the year ahead and all the podcasts that have come. But mate, it's been a it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I'm sorry I've been challenging at times to get hold of. It's been a big year, big year for me. But it's um, uh, it's always fun. We can get on here and, and talk Supercoach for for an hour and a half each week. I absolutely love it. 
Mate, we give you a bit of grief, but you only you know it's only because we love it. It's uh, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable. My favourite uh, hour, hour and a half or so of the week, that is for sure. So, yep, we'll be back bigger and better than ever next year. Uh, quickly, before we go, mate, we can't let you jump off without a prediction for the grand final. We are recording this on the Tuesday before uh, the 2022 AFL grand final. Quick, Quickly as you can, prediction for the game and uh, a Norm Smith for everyone at home. It is a couple of weeks after the, the Supercoach season, but I do like potentially owning the Tuesday night of grad final week mm, or something like that. Yeah, this does given, sound like uh, our night. Yep. Yeah, yep. you got like, you know, you got Monday, Brownlow night. Yep. Traditionally, uh, you know, by, by Thursday, Wednesday, you got the footy show. So mm-hmm. I feel like there's a, there's a spot available uh, on the Tuesday. So, mate, it, it could be us. It could be us. But uh, enough of that. The grand final. Look, I'm going to go with heart overhead. I'm going to say the Swans and... The Norm Smith, I will load up on. I'm not going to load up. I'll put some money on Buddy Franklin, mm-hmm. but I think Callum Mills will win it for the Swans. Like it, mate. I too would be, will be certainly cheering for the Swannies. However, I do think the Cats will win and potentially win relatively comfortably, which uh, is not ideal. And if they do win comfortably, I dare say Jeremy Cameron, uh, your most overrated player in the competition, probably kicks a bag. And so I'll, I'll probably be putting my money that way. But up the Swannies, uh, I do hope they get the chocolates um, and your man Bud. Can can get that premiership with Sydney that he he bloody deserves. Honestly, would be very nice. Well, that does it for twenty twenty two. Thank you again for uh, your ears and and your attention. Uh, we've had an absolute blast, and we'll be back bigger and better than ever next year. Uh, and yeah, Streety, till next year, we'll be in your ears again then. <laughs>